0: building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? Hey, this is Coach Freddie at the HIA here in Denver, Colorado, and I'm here with the famous Andrea Herman she has a podcast also tell us about yourself uh Andrea and uh what are you doing?
1: Well, I'm here, as you said, we're here at the HempCon 16 here in Westminster, Denver, Colorado. Andrea Herman, hailing from Joplin, Missouri, originally, now based in Manitoba, Canada. Had mm-hmm. the pleasure of sitting on the HIA board along with boards for like the Canadian Hemp Trade Alliance and liaisoning with other industry boards. In addition, I hold my Master's in Hemp Fiber Agronomy and have had the opportunity over the last 20 years to work Canada, U.S., and really internationally to help develop hemp systems and share what's been shared with me.
0: Yes, that's great. You're doing a fantastic job. Your name comes up all the time. So what is the what is the things that you're working on now uh, primarily?
1: Yeah, so my primary right now is working with Hemp Production Services where I'm the Sales and Business Development Officer. We're integrated from a plant breeding program with our sister company, Hemp Genetics International, all the way to agronomy services, contracting directly with farmers and then bringing the bulk grain into our facility for processing into bulk hemp food ingredients. We're based in Canada and I'm based in Manitoba and so is our processing facilities. In addition to that, we'd be working under the realm of our Hemp Technologies Collective with Hemp Technologies, and that is on the Hemp Creek building side and supply of expertise in building materials. And then lastly but not least, of course, is Oregon State University, where I, along with 26 other guest lecturers, present a full course, three-credit hour course, via eCampus, and that actually starts uh, tomorrow, which will be the 21st of September.
0: Fantastic. Good. And so, now, I understand that you have a podcast also.
1: I do. I haven't done it in a long time. I've been on iHemp Radio. It's called, on the Time for Hemp Network, iHemp Radio. So that was a real pleasure for me to do shows every week for a while. I've been on a bit of a hiatus uh, okay. d- dedicating to other things. And thankfully, there's been a lot of other great podcasts and shows come up, such as yeah. yours, to keep that message flowing mm-hmm. as we cycle in and out of our ability to carve the time out to do those types of of things, right. especially when they are really a non-profit thing you're doing just to help spread the word. Yeah. So thankfully we can be guests on shows like yours to continue spreading the message.
0: Okay. All right. My last question here for you is, uh, what is, personally, what is the one thing that you want to get out of this conference here?
1: Oh, wow. It, I think it's really that continual connection with people. After being in the industry for such a long time and then to see last night for instance you know we had our five-year pinning and you know to see how young our industry still really is is it the number of people that got up to receive their five-year pins or 10 or 20 or 25 year pins so it really shows to me we have a lot of new interesting minds coming in so it's really about embracing something that I'm not I don't know a lot about and learning about these things and seeing our industry develop beyond a pure grain and oilseed fiber variety and how we're now looking at hemp in a different view.
0: Andrea, I want to thank you for being a guest on the I Hemp Revolution Roadshow uh, podcast, and uh, we'll have to do this again.
1: Absolutely, and you can find me at hemp-technologies.com or check us out over at Hemp Production Services. And, of course, thanks, Freddie, for keeping up the good work and keeping on the roadshow.
0: Okay, thank you very much. You're welcome. Hey, it's Coach Freddie here, and I'm here at the AIA convention, and I'm talking to Brian um, Burney. You got it. Oh, cool. And he's with Oliver Manufacturing and, uh, here in Colorado. So, uh, Brian, how you doing? Good. How are you today, Coach? Oh, I'm just doing fantastic here. So, tell us a little bit about the Oliver Manufacturing.
2: What do you do? Well, Oliver Manufacturing is an 86-year-old family-held business who has been uh, providing separation solutions, solutions to the uh, seed conditioning industry for, uh, for that amount of time. And uh, we sort in size seed and edible products. Uh, by their physical characteristics and so uh, we are here today, there's three of us here today, we're uh, participating in the show to learn about uh, how we can get involved. We're already involved with the National Hemp Association and uh, we've attended the NOCO event here in Colorado and Mm -hmm. uh, so we are uh, here to just kind of spread the word and and learn about uh, how we get more involved in this growing industry.
0: Okay, so uh, uh, you have to do with seed. Uh, Can you give us just a brief introduction or exp- explanation about your
2: what you do with the seed? Sure, so we provide equipment uh, to uh, conditioners or processors who want to purify the seed itself. So that can be for food consumption by removing uh, the hull. Uh, it can also be for uh, uh, plant planting for farmers. When you're selling and trading seed, uh, you remove the light impurities. You remove uh, uh, all the other impurities. Maybe you want to size it so that it can be uh, uh, all the all the right size and take out any uh, foreign uh, plant material. Uh, and so, basically, our equipment is designed to condition it and, and remove impurities. And we do that with gravity separators and sizers, uh, screen air cleaners. Uh, we do that with uh, uh, some other equipment that, we're, that we have a partnership with from a European company and we'll actually have some of that equipment here in, uh, in southeast Colorado in, uh, in October and we hope to be able to uh, put that together to be able to provide a service uh, for the hemp producers here in Colorado. Okay, uh, so is it, it mobile
0: equipment that you can bring to, to Google?
2: It is, it is mobile equipment, it's very small equipment and uh, so we have a trailer. That we will be outfitting in order to be able to uh, take that around uh, awesome. throughout the state and,
0: and oh, improve
2: people's product. Yeah, well, that's
0: fantastic, I and mean, that's that's very well needed. Every part of the industry
2: <laughs> needs some help here. So certainly. So yeah. So where are you located at? We're located in La Junta, Colorado, which is in the southeast corner of Colorado, 50 miles east of Pueblo, towards Kansas, okay. um, and uh, we have a website. It's OliverManufacturing.com. Uh, you can go there and look at our products and read about uh, what it is that our company does. Okay.
0: Now, one last question here. Um,
2: so you came here.
0: Um, everybody comes from comes here with a different reason. So. What do you want to get, one thing, what do you want to get out of this conference here?
2: We really want to connect to people. Uh, we want to make people aware of who we are. Uh, the hemp industry has been uh, uh, people who are, who are very individual, entrepreneurial. Uh, it is a growing industry and we're here to connect to, uh, to uh, producers and to processors.
0: Okay. Well, great. Well, Brian, thanks a lot for being a guest on the IHAP Revolution Podcast and uh, looking forward to talking to you more in depth. Thanks a lot, Coach. Hey, this is Coach Freddie here and I'm with Clarence Bachmeyer, and uh, he's with RAD and we're here at the uh, HIA conference in Colorado. Um, so Clarence, how are you doing today?
3: Doing great. Great conference.
0: Yes, yes. So this is our uh, beginning of the first day of the conference and um, tell us a little bit, o- little bit about RAD and what you guys do there.
3: Yeah. We're at above Colorado Springs area monument um, and we have a high efficiency alcohol extraction and it's perfect for the hemp industry. When we're done processing, you're pretty much ready to put in a vape pan, tincture, tinctures, um, any, you know, pill form, that sort of thing. Okay. And it's high efficiency in that. I think one of the things that we want to bring to the market is high efficiency so we can get more CBD oil into the average okay. person at a lower price okay well great
0: now tell us about your extraction units now are they
3: uh mobile or okay all right we have a base unit and then we have a trailer with two mobile units okay, okay? and um we can probably do like i mean about a thousand pounds a day okay of so, material
0: wow thousand pounds a day
3: and so you're going to go out to different farms? With Correct. Them? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, the people that have, the, let's say the farmers or growers that have, you know, maybe 200 plants, 300 plants, we'll probably bring them into our plant and we'll process them there. Okay. And, um, we have a couple different ways of process. We can do a cold extraction process. Okay. Which, which is really interesting. Um, it works really good with the vape pens because we can take out the, the lipids and um uh the fats so that's good for vapor. Um, also cold extraction we can do live plant so it doesn't have to be cured. Okay. So and that's a lot of people like that because they don't have facilities to cure their product, whatever. So okay. and that's a cold extraction process. Okay, so how long have you guys life. been in business now? Okay. Well only about nine months. Um the technology we're using is only I mean it's been Probably a two-year process to get it to where it's at. Okay. And so we've only been processing for about nine months. Okay. But you've been in business uh, creating yes. this yes. here for yeah. like three years yeah. now, yeah. at least. Yeah. Okay. Well,
0: cool. And you're located on uh, Colorado Springs, and so. Um, what is the one thing that you want to take away from this conference here
3: well I mean what we're trying to do and we'll see we'll see how it goes okay but what we're trying to do is we want to do a lot of uh, talking to a number of buyers possibly we want to help our farmers right. okay bring that oil to market right. okay so that's one of the big reasons we're here and okay. then further education on the cbd because there's a number of speakers on that right okay right. so that's what we're looking for
0: okay well great well i want to thank you uh, uh clarence for being a guest on the i Amp revolution podcast thank you coach <laughs> Hey, it's Coach Freddie here and I'm here sitting with uh, Joe Collier and he's with Salt Creek Hemp Co. uh, located in uh, Colorado here. We're at the HIA conference in Denver, Colorado and uh, Joe, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well and yourself? I'm just doing fantastic. So uh, Joe, um, uh, tell us a little bit about Salt Creek Hemp Co. and uh, what you guys do and produce.
4: Okay, well, we are uh, at this point in time. We're farmers. We are farming 15 acres of uh, Colorado Gold. Um, we are about a couple weeks out of uh, processing, and we're still we're still keeping our options open as far as where we're going with our product. Um, we'll have a little, you know, hopefully around 5% uh, CBDs by the time we harvest, so we could still use the CBD oils. Okay. Um, the seeds. Hopefully, if um, if we do well this year, uh, we could sell some seeds to local ranchers so they could start farming in the valley. Um, we just purchased a um, a combine, so we're gonna uh, harvest our field. And upon successful completion of that, we're going to offer um, harvesting services to other farmers. Okay. So we've got one lined out already out in Delta who's got 100 acres of Colorado gold. Um, we put on uh, an event called Hemp on the Slope in the summertime with uh, Colorado Hemp Company Morris Beagle to okay. educate the mm-hmm. community in, about farming and hemp and what products can be used for. and just yeah just to educate the local community and try and revitalize uh, a community who could use you know okay. uh, a, an industry in the valley
0: sure now tell us about the the, 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 the product that did you produce
4: okay well this is a uh, it's a perfume called le heaven scent um, we're working in uh, conjunction with uh, uh, Liz Cunningham, it's her company, but um, we extracted the terpenes from our uh, flower material last year. That is the scent of, of L.E. Um, it reacts differently with everybody's uh, natural body pheromones, so it gives a different fragrance. And um, I'm, I'm just here as a representative for Liz and trying to help her get this uh, fragrance uh, marketed.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. Well, great. So, um, what is the one thing that you particularly want to get out of this conference? Here, we have uh, we're on our first day here, and we have another day tomorrow.
4: Well, it's dual purpose, obviously. Um, find find people who might be able to help Ellie Ellie's business uh, model take off and uh, form a successful hemp-based company. Um, second is to promote Salt Creek Hemp Company, and uh, possibly interact with people who might purchase um, material after harvest. Um, okay. Uh, getting the getting our uh, brand out there, so to speak, and just yeah, just continuing to try and forward the hemp movement.
0: Okay, yeah. fantastic. Well, Joe, thank you for being a guest on the IHAMP Revolution podcast.
4: Oh, you're welcome. Thank you, Coach. Hey, this is Coach Freddie.
0: I'm here at the HIA conference and I'm talking with Luli with Ambient Studios in Asheville, North Carolina. How are you doing, Luli?
5: I'm great, pitchfetting. Yeah, Olympic Studio came to uh, Denver to represent uh, what strides we're making happen in the hemp construction world. Wow. And so we are um, in the process of um, trying to make hemp construction more affordable and more mainstream Mm -hmm. for, I mean, why not build with hemp, pretty much?
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And
5: uh, in a big way, you know, the more hemp houses get back, the more the hemp industry can grow. So we're going to need a lot more acres of hemp to meet the demand of the housing market right now.
0: And I see the construction industry being the biggest in the hemp industry, ultimately.
5: We, we sense that as well, because we have to change our methods of construction just for the greater good in mm-hmm. a big way, and hemp can help with that um, in so many, so many ways. There's so many attributes to the building, the wall system itself, from an indoor air quality perspective to how it continues to sequester carbon from the atmosphere once it's in existence. So it just it's, it's literally a living form of architecture mm-hmm. that will help life in general. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's not a save the world kind of spiel. It, it, it's, the, it's the data. The data is there.
0: Yeah. And it backs
5: up the... The big, the big changes that it can make for the construction industry. Um, there's a lot of work to be done with just the development of um, hemp building products,
1: mm-hmm.
5: uh, getting the hemp herd processed in a fashion that we can actually use it for construction. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are certain features um, in that herd that we're looking for. To, for that for that herd to cure the way that we need it to so that the building performs the way that we're engineering them to perform. Okay. So there's a lot to learn. There's a lot of pr- manufacturing um, possibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been working on some hemp panel designs to start making hemp construction a little bit more efficient. Right now, all of our buildings have been cast in place um, and we understand that when A contractor needs to get a house up in three months so that the new homeowners can move in. That's not really realistic, you know, so it's kind of it's making it hard for hemp to get specked as much as we we would like it to be. Uh, So coming out with hemp building products would be our next step. Working with the industry to see how we can make that happen as fast as possible.
0: Yeah, that's great. So now you've been involved with building a few hemp houses uh, yourselves, right?
5: Yes, yes. We have uh, two in Asheville. We'll be building the third in Asheville um, this spring. Okay. We have, in Asheville total, there's about five hemp houses already. So oh. I think we're like the leading
2: wow,
0: city yeah, in the country yeah. with
5: how many hemp houses we have. Some are early, so they're examples of what not to do.
0: Okay, yeah, uh,
5: Others yeah. are uh, holding strong and really they're performing the way that they're supposed to perform because a hemp house will last you a lot longer than typical construction will. Uh, We have a house in Maui. I'm sorry. Yes, the house in Maui is just getting its permitting. So that's going through Maui's rigorous permitting process. It takes about six to nine months. So 2017, Maui will see its second or third hemp house also.
0: Okay, yeah.
5: Uh, Virginia Beach, the house there. uh, Tenants just, uh, the homeowners moved in. Uh, this past summer, that was a labor of love. They took a long time to build it. Every little square inch of that house is beautiful. High craftsmanship in that house. Uh, we'll be photographing it for our for our website in the months to come. Um, and then we'll see how the Alinea does and the Alinea is the pre-designed hemp series that we're launching off of our website.
0: Okay, great, yeah. great. So, so
5: the more hemp houses, you know, yeah. the better the world will be, I hope, you know, in the sense of uh, what all the great things that it can happen from it, from an industry standpoint, from an ecological standpoint. You know, we're, we're just the end users, so we're just putting our creative skills to the test and coming up with how can we get more hemp houses on the ground, not just by us, but by other designers, by as many builders that are interested in learning how to build with hemp, yeah. and educating homeowners that this is a legitimate building material, it's not just alternative.
0: Exactly. Well, great. Yeah. So, you're here uh, all the way from Asheville uh, into Colorado one question I wanted to ask you is what personally did you want to get and take away from this conference?
5: Just how do we serve the industry? How are we serving the industry? Like asking our peers here at the Hemp Industries Association, as like, these are this is what we do every day in our little bubble in Asheville. How is, the, How can this serve the industry as a whole?
3: Because
5: we're not we would like to get into manufacturing. We have a lot of um, designs and engineered products that we would like to bring to the table. Uh, we are also we put a lot of effort and a lot of time into the educational piece, which everybody is aware of is so important right now for the movement. And uh, from a construction aspect, is we just want to want want people to know that we're. We're part of the team. Mm-hmm. We're here to make. We're here to help the industry grow from our little from our little sector of it yeah. in the construction world.
0: Well, thank you, Luli, for being a guest on the iHemp Revolution podcast.
5: Absolutely. Yeah. So it's
0: always fun to talk with you. Exactly. You're so energetic. Thank you, guys. Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, and I'm here with uh, Mark Lindy, and he's with Green Spring Technologies, and I'm sitting here, and last time I met with him at NOCO Expo, uh, I have a pen that uh, I got from them and I've been carrying it ever since. Mm-hmm. So, um, Mark, how are you
6: doing? Oh, doing great, Coach Freddie. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, this is great. So tell us about Green
6: Springs and your technology of making your pens. Oh, sure. Uh, well, we're a sustainable technology company, so we have uh, projects from hemp plastic to solar and uh, veggie-powered vehicles. So we're, we're into a lot of different things besides hemp, but the great thing about hemp and the reason everyone's here is that from a single agricultural crop. There's 25,000 estimated uses from a single agricultural crop. You can make clothes, you can make medicine, and now we're making plastic. In fact, I met the gentleman
0: that made the plastics for you guys. I didn't even know. I says, what are you doing? He says, this and that, and I go, I got a panel." He says, I supplied them with the plastics. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a little bit about uh, how you got into the, this industry and your, your company. <laughs> uh, I,
6: I spent a lot of time in, in the military. I was in the Air Force and then the National Guard and Reserves for a long time. And uh, really not happy with uh, what uh, the path our government let us down. And I'm no longer, uh, I got medically retired and uh, no longer involved with the military anymore and uh, I I just really want to make a difference. Uh, I want us to develop our own sustainable technologies here. We can grow, this pen is a perfect example of domestically grown material. This is 100% domestically grown plant material that goes into that. There's no imported oil or chemicals. Uh, We can make it all here. So now how long have you been uh, doing this? Uh, About two years. About two years? Uh, My first uh, hemp history. Uh, event was two years ago, Okay. and my first uh, HIA conference was uh, two years ago in, in D.C. Okay, well that's cool. So, uh, and you're in uh, Texas there, in mm-hmm. Fort Worth?
0: Yeah, Fort Worth, Texas. Okay, well, this is the, time, the second time that you and I have met, so yeah. uh, this is great. So, let me ask you one, one thing, Mark. Uh, everybody comes to these conventions uh, for different reasons. What is the one thing that you would like to take away from this conference?
6: I'd like to see, and it, and it is happening. Uh, I'm, I am I want to see um, hemp become an everyday product. I want to mm-hmm. see it used in everyday applications, and I want to see the taboo lifted.
0: Okay. Well, great. Well, thank you for being a guest on the IHemp Revolution podcast, and uh,
6: we'll be talking soon. Thank you. Thank you very much.